0: So guys, Rory over at Struck Events had run a competition where you could win a really cool branded Struck beanie uh, for everyone that had followed our page. Uh, And just let you know that the draw has been done and the winner is Paige Brindley. So congratulations to you and back to the podcast. Uh, How's it guys? Uh, Tonight we've got Pete joining us. Uh, He is the owner of Exony. Uh, and the bar, bar and tapas bar Faustinos, yeah, is that what you say? Faustinos, yeah, yeah, Faustinos. Um, man of many talents, uh, trainer and rider, uh, with loads of titles as both. Uh, would you be able to tell us a bit about yourself?
1: <laughs> what do you want to know? Um, uh, I'm also England, England chairman at MGA as well. There so, we go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> big um, bars. I don't know. What would you like to know? Yeah, I've been doing games since I was like, well, tiny, really. 1993, I think I first did Pony Club. And oh. yeah, been doing it ever <laughs> since. And now I'm old and still doing it.
0: Okay. And then so you've got seven World Team Championship appearances as a writer. Have I? I believe. <laughs> which I, quite, yeah. Which is quite a bit.
1: I've won five I think as a rider world team
0: you've won five I think so those aren't the worst stats
1: <laughs> my hair. yeah, my, yeah 2005 was my first one in Bridgend in Wales yeah wow. and we won that
2: and then yeah I think top chop card you, you want him really for, for, for those stats what's Sorry? that oh and top chop? only if, a team yeah, if, if I'm used in as the individuals
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think five times I've won the world teams, I think. Oh, and, and that's as a rider. Once as a trainer? Once once as a trainer, but training the under-17s. Oh, no, I've won the Europeans doing that and the under-12s, I think. Yeah, I had to take over the under-12s one year in Northern
0: Ireland. Yeah. And is that a tough job, being a trainer?
1: Yeah, I think so. Is it, you can't do much about it once they leave the line, if you know what I mean. But no, I think I get more nervous actually as a trainer than I do as a rider. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I think I do because it kind of, I don't know, other people are relying on you more maybe to guide them.
0: Yeah. Whereas, you know,
1: if you ride in individuals and you make a mistake, well, that's your own fault, isn't it really? <laughs> no.
0: So you're sort of responsible yeah. for a whole team. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Like I, yeah.
2: I enjoy the training side as well
1: as the riding side.
2: Um, yeah. It's good. So then have to like completely agree with that on Pete. I find because obviously I need I need train um pony club lots so under fifteens, under but I found riding in, in, in like the zones where you qualify for horse so the year show, I found that quite like a, a like a you know, good atmosphere to ride it was competitive, it was fun. Training it was well, is it's just terrifying because it's society like, it's not terrifying, that's not the word, just I just feel like I'm on edge the whole time. I'm like on the edge of my seat, like everything just feels that more intense. you got, you know, this and that. I think there's a lot more aligned than you as a trainer. Um, yeah. Whereas a rider, you do, you kind of do your bit. And if you do your bit well, that's what you need to do. Whereas trainer, you're responsible for not only your five riders, but everything that's around the whole team, basically. So it's pretty, yeah, yeah. intense. Yeah.
0: And then as a rider, Ruri last week said that he just takes things pretty chill. Like his sort of plan going into the first competition is going to be sort of just trots up and down until you get to the final uh what is <laughs> okay. what is your, what is your mindset going into like your first say your first competition back
1: well um i'm obviously older now so uh, i've actually been trying to get quite fit this year and uh you know might as well because we're in lockdown and there hasn't been much else to do but um yeah so we'll be starting with that pairs thing and rory's Sades and i are kind of going a bit low-key because i think we're taking the the sort of of ponies if you see what I'm into that, but then we'll ramp it up a bit when we get to the main shows and whatever, and get the team out. It'll be so nice to be out there doing something again, really. But um, I think it's a bit difficult because we haven't even been allowed to go and practice with anyone or do anything at the moment. Like, so, so a little bit like get out there, do it, you know, and kind of where I live, this is going a bit off subject, but where I live is the um, like biggest polo in the world outside Argentina. And they're all getting the polo ponies in and fit now and whatever the gold cups played here. And they're a little bit in the same boat in that they can't practice or anything at the minute. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's like, Oh, go straight into a competition.
0: Mm. Yeah. So you're basically using the first couple of competitions as your like sort of warm up.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, the England, comp, England champs is the first one, which I'll be running anyway. So, um, yeah, but we're going to kind of warm up for the spring champs, probably the week after I would say, um.
0: Okay. Are you riding at spring? I mean, at the England, what did you say it was called? English chance. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I will be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Riding and, and I'm on an under 18 team this year, so I'll be training as well.
0: So cool. Okay. Um, I was going to ask something else. Oh, uh, cause you mentioned that you're, you've been trying to get fit for the riding.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: What what have you been doing? And for your ponies as well, well, for, well, firstly, just yourself. Like, Have you been trying to get like physically fit for your game season?
1: Well, actually, yes, because I think as you get older, it does get harder. I don't tend to do too many races if I don't have to anyway. <laughs> In the team, I make the others do it. You know, the likes of Sades, they should be doing it anyway. They need the practice, you know, for the individuals. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I am... Um, <laughs> I... Yeah, actually I went to CrossFit last year quite a bit and then obviously we went into lockdown and it couldn't CrossFit's really hard. Have you ever done CrossFit?
0: Yeah, it's yeah, really for tough. Sure.
1: Um and I've tried to like take a load of workouts from that basically, and I've been doing that personally. And then the horses, I always ride every day anyway, and get them fit, loads of hill work, loads of stuff like that. So yeah. I've just started training a little bit of games on them. Um yeah.
0: how, how how do you suggest I get my pony to stop?
1: To stop, <laughs> use your voice
0: and maybe uh, don't
1: kick on the way up. Otherwise, you'll
0: be <laughs> <laughs> It's actually so like um, funny because that's that's what we were doing pretty much the whole of last year.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you think how much it's come on since you started, Kyle. I've been watching. The, the difference I'm, I'm in your from the start <laughs> to the end of the season.
0: Uh, 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 thank you I very much. I saw you
1: upside down a couple of times
0: it was a couple of times exactly it was, yeah. it was crazy yeah. hopefully no more of that again <laughs> yeah it just sucks when, I'm, when I get drawn in and they put me in like the seventh lane especially at uh, at Aston it's horrible
1: oh because it's a bit tight there you mean it's
0: hollow tight yeah and then you can't run up like in the struck in the struck competitions where you can like run up the arena did you go over at Aston though I did not I know okay you <laughs> caught us out <laughs> You definitely went over at Western Lodge.
1: Yeah, and yeah, Onley. And, only. Oh, Onley, you wet your head on the wall. God, I remember. Really
0: <laughs> you must see my shoulder. Like I don't know if you can see it, but like there's a very <laughs> abnormal bump on my shoulder. <laughs> oh God! There's, there's well, we've all
1: got war wounds. My back is in bits, and I haven't even started the season yet.
0: <laughs>
1: that competition at Onley was outrageous. From start I, to finish,
2: so you, you know, we have our that. That we always do an end of year questionnaire to kind of sort of see how everyone supports and everything. I couldn't believe when we did our what was your favorite show of the year, that got like five, six, or seven votes. I was like, how it was like literally underwater for the hundreds. I would have
1: voted for that for sure. I love,
2: <laughs> it. Oh, God, rain, I love the rain, the rain was what? crazy. It was like most people it was either European pairs or the individuals were their two favourites. And then it was like everything else was closed. But I couldn't believe that it was even up there with the in contention because that was it was just yeah. I remember getting up on the Sunday and it was like there was just about ability to actually see the lies and see where things went, and it was other than that, it was underwater. And that yeah. individuals was brilliant when um what's his name? Uh Mikhail
1: dismounted <laughs> <laughs>
2: So many weird things happened that that night, and then it was me, Pete, and Lauren Powell the commentary having an mean, absolute. <laughs> we were indoors, so we we had we had it easy, and then uh, the poor guys I mean, we were quickly getting drinks in for them. But I mean, that was when the bars shut at ten, so the guys that were in the arena doing the equipment came out, and we were. I think we got some sort of drinks to them. But I don't think they could come in the bar afterwards because we were literally as soon as it ended, we were straight out of the bar at nine fifty nine or whatever it was. Yeah,
1: that was it. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think Harriet solved that by drinking whilst doing
3: the
0: cooking. <laughs> <laughs> she <said that. laughs> well, no, Bella, Bella was out there with like a, with port. She was like pouring port for everyone. Yes, yeah, I think so. Bella, yeah, it Which, was fantastic. We, it was, it was, it was. Yeah, so we couldn't good. really see
2: what was going on,
0: but yeah, <laughs> so,
2: there, was of, there was a lot of screaming in the, in the bar. Just, so me and Pete and Lauren were down to the right hand side of the bar because we were commentating from there, and the left hand side of the bar, all we heard. Was a lot of screaming to the point oh. that everyone I was like, "Who's who's doing that? What's that noise?"
0: That was me and Holly and Harriet.
2: I was, think. Yeah, I don't Holly, know if Mason Hannah, was there. Like, yeah.
3: Ooh. No, Mason was doing my equipment.
2: <laughs> Yo, it was,
3: yeah.
2: We were having a wonderful time whilst Mason and Harriet were just turning the drowned rats out in the arena. <laughs> Yo, I just remember when Meg,
0: like because Meg beat Tom, I think in like mug shuffle and two flag. Was it close yeah. to? Oh yeah. yeah. Woo! I was fucking <laughs> screaming because I was, <laughs> I was, no, was quite no sad least. that you guys ended up getting paired up with each other for the knockouts. So I was like, ah, like it would have been cool if you guys like had met only in, like later on.
3: Yeah. No, it worked out well for Gary anyway.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah.
0: Gary's fun. such a legend. <laughs> 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 but if you, I don't know if you saw him there though. He was so quick that night.
3: Yeah. He beat Star in two races. Yeah. Hell, Say it again.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's like his his best show I think his best feature
1: didn't from, we have an individual somewhere where you were on Gary and I was on kalura we were just at the back in every race we were like <laughs> waiting for each other and I was like seriously I can't <laughs> physically finish this race I'm too tired I'm too old for
3: yeah, <laughs> like, and like, can you
1: please hurry up
3: <laughs> <laughs> struggling to either get on Gary or get him to stop or yeah sounds yeah. about right <laughs> yeah he's come uh, on since then at least
2: Gary <laughs> had a wonderful time in the toolbox. Very right? so uh, yeah. English. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, your little trick shot, bang, wah wah, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so Pete, <laughs> oh god, um, <laughs> <You're> very <laughs> I'm <emotional, guys. Kyle. laughs> um, uh,
0: coming up with some more with some more topics. I, I I'm not I, well. I don't really know if I remember the answer to. I guess you told us how you'd ride your session you were just going to be taking it super chilled. But in an event where you're not taking it super chilled. So let's say you are at your English champs. Uh, what sort of mindset yeah. do you have when you when you're not just taking your pony up and down? Like, what would you recommend? Do you mean when
1: do you mean when I'm not in the arena or are you talking about
0: <laughs> When no yeah when you're riding. So like okay. if, well like, for
3: example riding when it way. really matters. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like, like, you're a trainer as well. So you'd, like, if, if you were to be co- like, I'm genuinely asking. I'm not just banging like random questions at okay. you. But like, if I was, like, what would you tell me? Because like, for usually, i like, I would often just get. I wouldn't know whether I should go or whether I should take a chill. So I just uh, try and take as much advice from the team as possible. But otherwise, I just go, and then it usually doesn't go very well. Go um, yeah, because
1: you need. I think that's going back to what we were saying before. Because you need the support of the trainer in that way if you know what i mean so that they can give you advice when you're leaving the line or whatever you're you're doing and how you should play the race because it depends where you're going in the race as well and what where you're how the race is playing out in the arena because i don't i've always even since pony club when i was a kid you can't really look across too much at what other people are doing i know people do a bit but you kind of don't you want to ride your own race rather than I'm probably giving you too many trading tips here. But no, you know what I mean like <laughs> oh I'll take you wanna, them. You need to concentrate on yourself more than what's going on around you I think a lot of the time because otherwise you get dragged into a race that you didn't need to be or you and sometimes you can even mistake someone for having a hat band on and they haven't actually got a hat band on or so do you know what I mean like and I think um, that whole i a lot of it is up here. Like think- you've got to be you know, obviously you've got to be fit. You've got to be agile. You've got to be into, you know, whatever, but you, a lot of it is in the mind as to how you, you can outbrain people. Let's put it that way by being, working on yourself. I think that's getting a bit deep, maybe in psychology. I, like and that. A
2: lot. I remember the, the, the thing about looking across and, 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 overthinking, like, I think, I think there's definitely, there's definitely times where you can, and there's times that you shouldn't. I think for example, like you take two mugs, an example, you, you do two mugs in a team that is the ideal race where you're always looking and work, working out where you are, then you know how you're gonna ride the rest of the race. But two mug in a world pairs final, there's a, looking across is just pointless because you're either going or you're not, and you need to make that decision before you do it. Because yeah, I mean, I think I, if I,
1: you're I, looking at like times have changed in a way as well from when I was younger and doing it. I think like if you did the world individuals and you did two mug and you took it quite steady. Actually, I have a prime example of this. But if you took it quite it. steady, you, um. <laughs> you would sort of come in about third now you kind of you know times have changed and most people are going for it and getting it right they're more getting it right than they you know what i mean i rode at the the best i've ever done individually was in northern ireland at the europeans and the final started at 11 o'clock at night under floodlights and there were eight boys in the final and it was really good um i i would have won it had i not done a stupid in triple flag I knocked the cone over three times at the top for some stupid reason anyway but every TV every race you won you won a TV
2: Rory you were probably there I don't know but I I um, actually I brought this up I didn't tell them the story because I wanted you just to to talk about I brought brought up Uh, You're two mug to carry on yeah so anyway so
1: like I think I won a TV in association association is my favorite race for some reason but it is but um and that was fine but in two mug it was now like half past 12 at night My horse is like dripping with sweat. There's a band playing one side of the ring. The whole atmosphere. It was amazing. Honestly, it was amazing. And everyone was there watching. It was like the Saturday night of the Europeans or something. And um, when I was on the start line, I thought, do you know what? It's so late. Everyone's really nervous. The horses are all mental. So I went really steady on the way up and I actually broke into a trot on the way up. And I turned around the top and I thought, oh my God, you're so far behind, you might as well trot back. So I trotted all the <laughs> way back and everyone went back and I won a TV because I won the race. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: and that's the I mean, truth. <laughs> that was, I remember, I was watching that because I remember it, it was, it was, as like P said, it was, it was an electric atmosphere. I think that's one of the best atmospheres I've, well, what I watched anyway, I wasn't riding. I, I was in the, I was 15 at the time and I rode in the finals just before the semi. And um, I was watching on and, I don't know how you could trot really in there. Like, it was impressive that you could manage it because it, it was literally yeah. screaming, shouting. The stands were full. A load of us were sat... I, mean, I remember I was sat on, like, one of the little buildings they had. We were sat with our feet over the edge because there was no space in the stands. It was just absolutely awesome. And there's, you know, pumping music, everything's going, and Pete's trotting up and down the arena and winning a TV. It was like, what the went, fuck? Yeah, that <laughs> was the only
1: race I did go that slow in. But I, I... Yeah, I did. It was a steady canter, but I broke into a trot a couple of times. Should we say that? And I... I thought, you know, you're not going to be able to do, I'm a team rider and doing mug shuffle flat out isn't in me really. So I got it, and that's where I tell my team to take it steady and then they lose <laughs> <laughs> if they go too slow. But I was like, oh, you know, I might as well take my time. I was so surprised. Everyone had gone back and I was the only person back down the bottom and I hadn't gone fast. <laughs>
0: <No> <laughs> so yeah, way. that's
1: that just shows that you've got to use your own brain, I think, a little bit. Yeah, that, win- now I, I don't know that I'd get away with that now. I'd probably just be completely
0: nailed. <laughs> That's, now, that's what I said last week as well. He said you said you can't really get away with that sort of thing as often now.
1: I, I do think it's changed and I honestly you know I think though like the horses are bigger and faster like uh, yes there were uh, the little ones and years ago I don't think it's that much faster than it used to be but I think that because of the height weight rules and stuff like that not just the rules but people actually thinking about the rules People aren't anywhere near actually being overweight at all, in my personal opinion, apart from a very odd one. But they actually, I think, like girls like Sades, for example, take her as an example. Nessa's a fairly big pony for a girl that, that size. A girl that size back in the 90s would have ridden a 13 2, and no one would have even noticed. And that that's the truth, you know, because people just think, I mean, I know she rides Nessa well and she's not dangerous or anything like that, but. Um, yeah, that's how it was. Janie Sermon, for example, Poppy, the black pony she had, was insanely good. But it was—it sm- would have looked tiny now. Alex Franklin's Blue again, you know, they—they, they, yeah, things have changed, really. I think, but they were just as fast as the ones that are out there now in the open. I think.
2: Yeah, Blue with Alex Franklin was absolutely rapid. I mean, she was she used to always go last year, didn't change I remember, Yeah, yeah. The arena was absolutely rapid. Yeah. Yeah, Tom, there
1: was some... Re- I mean, there's always been some really good ponies obviously over the years, but...
3: Yeah.
0: Tom's recently got a bigger pony with his... Has he? Go- yeah. Mm. Went and got it from Wales. It's far too big. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Is> it- <laughs> yeah, but you're tiny as well, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. What pony is it? Uh, John Evans's old pony one he rode in Wales. Oh, the grey one? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Is it? Rado. What's it called? Rado. 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 Oh, okay, not the other one. Not the one that no that Paddy what's it from Northern Ireland had.
0: No, no. Oh, that was the valley.
1: Yeah. The one no. that Eddie rode at that Europeans that time and called it
2: Princess Leia. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. <laughs> I, don't. I don't. The last time I remember Sorry. someone calling a horse weird was when that team that England team went to um, Italy and they had all sorts of problems with horses to the point that they Ben Thornton and some other people went and just bought a horse and he nicknamed it Fenton because that was when that video yeah, came yeah. out hmm. and, like, and he just all you he could hear the whole week was Ben Thornton screaming Fenton up the arena up over in Italy. <laughs> that pony you've got of John Evans's is
1: really good though, that grey. It's fast.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it's quite, quite big. I it.
1: <laughs> too big. <laughs> <laughs> too big. No, it's not. It's not too big. You'll be fine.
2: How big is it actually? 15 hands. Big I as a cammy.
0: And then there's Apollo, who's 14-1. No,
2: not true.
1: Yeah, but Kyle, you have literally nothing of you.
2: As long as you can convince... Uh, any... and I'm, and I'm pretty skinny, but I think Kyle's literally the same weight as me. And he's nearly double my height, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. New... But I mean, think just going, just going back to like... Northern Ireland I, I I mean I think I don't know if the reason that we didn't go back there again was just I think people some people weren't happy with the surface were they Pete when we were out there I don't know I thought it ran well but I yeah, I have too. to
1: say they were all saying that the end lane was bad and that is the race I did triple flag in so that's my excuse but I <laughs> <laughs> no I don't know I thought it was it was good there the whole yeah. the way like Brian Kennedy did the I think he ran the whole thing but the way he de- organised it was really good and actually it was that final, that. If you ask me, what my favourite competition to do, obviously Sweden, like the Scandinavians, amazing, and you never yeah. beat it. And I've been there. Well, be my eighteenth year next year if I go. But um, oh. that final in Northern Ireland in the individuals was something else to ride in. It was well, really good. I, I, I really... you can you can Google it, I think, because uh, Tom James. Yeah, made it was a, a really good year. But I he mean, only films like I think he films lanes one and two, and that's it. I, uh, so it's like everybody moves up, obviously a race. So yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Be, be, it would be video. nice to see and try and do something else again there. Like, I mean, I'd happily ride there and, and and do it again. I don't, I don't. Yeah, know, and me. I don't know if it's just because it was so much. Was it effort. called
1: Silverwood? Was it?
2: Yeah, that was it. I think Silverwood Arena. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's just because it was so much. You know, a very small country in terms of riders, and it was just too much to try and do it again. Or, the, but it would be nice to to, to go there, and because that, that atmosphere was just epic, I'd love to go there.
1: It was really good. I'm just a bit gutted I didn't win. <laughs> Still <laughs> to this day, <laughs> I've never been honestly never. Yeah, I might have a record in the team, but I've never been any good at individuals. And that's the only year I came third at the Europeans and fourth at the Worlds. <laughs> and I've never, I'm never in the final, apart from that so yeah
2: I I thought you I felt like I don't know maybe I'd made this up I thought when I was growing up you were kind of like a mainstay in terms of getting yeah I used to be then yeah but you know I I don't know I don't really like individuals I find it a bit of a lonely boring place
1: (laughs) at least in the team we've got people to talk to you know and then they get a bloody pandemic and we're told to stay apart drink some (laughs) don't drink someone else's water (laughs) 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 because actually the UK are vaccinating a lot faster than the other countries at the minute and I wow. yeah. Well actually I think America are vaccinating quite fast. We don't have an MGA Israel yet, do we? They're really quick.
0: Uh, MGA yeah. what?
2: Israel. Israel have vaccinated nearly the whole population.
0: Oh
1: so they, yeah.
2: Yeah. We were quick. They, they're they like double the speed of us. They're rapid. I have heard though
1: that Mexico have joined IMGA.
0: No, I was looking at their Facebook page today, I saw them doing some mug shuffle. Looks like a oh, yeah. what, what looks like a the two flag flag and a cone and they were doing like mug shuffle off of that. Like those were their poles. So I'm like, sh-
1: I'm up for going there. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> it,
0: it looks, it looks pretty cool. And, and uh, I think it's like a, like an equestrian training place. Cause they, yeah, their facility looks really good. Doesn't it? Yeah. And they seem to do like horseball ball and bunch of horse sports and they do like yeah. lessons to kids and things.
2: I mean, it's, things, with, with Nations starting now as opposed to 10, 20 years ago, there's so much online now. Just they can watch videos. You know, you've got like that, like the yeah. Game board um, thing that does. a lot of stuff on there. You've got the IMGA pages and we, we whack up the videos as well. There's all sorts of stuff now. is easily findable. So they want to know how to do stuff They can much easier to work out. Now for yeah. Years. It would have been. For sure. Things are changing all the time and apparently, I mean, we're in England,
1: We keep we keep looking at like how we can get abroad and stuff, because obviously we want as Sussex, we want to go to the Champions League with all you yeah. guys as well, and because um, that's always a really good team competition. Especially we've loved it, and we last time we had a really good result that we Rory with. Yeah, you guys were right up, right up there, girls and Eleanor. But um, yeah, so I don't know. Like if we, it's changing all the time, I believe. But then this this equine herpes <laughs> might not help. But They were actually, with Brexit, when it first started, it was like, not just us, but people going to show jump, racing, polo, everything abroad is like costing a fortune to send a horse, but apparently they're re-looking at it all in April, I have heard, but I don't know. But again, they will need to get rid of this herpes thing because, or something, yeah, they're going to have to be careful there, you'd think.
2: Makes done some research into it, just so she can give her a All the listeners, an update. Dr.
0: Dr. Meg, the vet, our our struck traveling vet.
1: (laughs) She may (laughs) take it away now.
0: Go, Meg.
3: Yeah. So, well, the the outbreak started basically at a a big show jumping competition in Valencia in February. Um, So, there were 726 horses that were there, I think. Um, (laughs) Since then, all of those horses, I think, have, I don't know if there's still some at the facility, but they've all. No, I think 200 or so have left and gone around the UK and around Europe. So they've all been given strict instructions to stay, like quarantined, and that. And the um all the other horses at those yards obviously have to be temperature checked and that, uh, to try and contain it. So they there are a lot of things in place to try and keep it under control. Um, all the FEI events have been cancelled until the end of March, but they've not really. Said anything beyond that because I think they were waiting to see maybe what happens. Um, so four horses died at the venue, and two others have died after that. Uh, so I think the what's killing them is the um, it's the neurological form. So they're getting wobbly legs, basically, um, and that can the horses can take like seven months to recover from that. Whereas if they just get uh, like a sniffly nose or uh, the mild signs, like a cough, then they can recover quite well in a few weeks. But it's just a, a unfortunately, unfortunately, it's a virus that just never really goes away. So even those horses, if they recover, they'll be infected for life and will share, they can shed anytime, like if they're stressed or something. So it's usually traveling or competing or something that stresses them out when they shed a little bit more. Yeah, so there is a vaccine. Um, They've recommended to not vaccinate if you're going, like if you're going to take your pony to France at the end of this month in a few weeks' time, they would say don't vaccinate um, because of the risks with vaccinating in an outbreak scenario. But they said if you were planning on going in a few months' time, then it would be valuable to vaccinate. Um, Because what the vaccination can do is slow down the spread um, and reduce the shedding. But it's not going to stop the, well, it's not licensed to stop the neurological signs. Right. Um, yeah. So it's, a, I guess, for our local shows at the moment with no foreign horses coming in, we would only be at risk if there were games ponies coming from a yard where show jumpers were that had been, or that had traveled from there. So I think we're, our I'm risk is pretty true. low at the moment.
1: Yeah, Joe was saying earlier that um, where SAIDs work, they've just vaccinated all the horses yesterday because they do show jumping and stuff. But they are recommending that we do vaccinate, supposedly. But
3: Yeah. So our vet practice, uh, we do mostly like happy hacker horses. So we don't have many very competitive yards. We've got a few show jumpers that want vaccination or vaccinating. um, But we're unable to get hold of it at the moment. uh, So we have to get it through our rep. so they said we might only be able to get it in a few months' time anyway. But yeah, hopefully the um vet practices that do more competitive areas are able to get it a bit easier. Um and the other thing is that the it's it can spread quite quickly through a yard or through um like just poor biosecurity. So I'd say um if or if yeah, if Sadie's working at a yard where there are show jumpers that are traveling a lot. She should be pretty careful with biosecurity going back to her own horses. Yeah. Boot washing and that sort of thing.
2: That's a good note to sort of say to anyone who's watching this right now is to mm. uh, go in a yard or livery yard, whatever. If there are sort of show jumpers that are going abroad, make sure you um, you know, really look into it and talk about vaccination. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think contact your vets and see if they've got the vaccine at least. Yeah.
0: yeah. Gotta hope mm. your ferries. Your farriers cleaning all their, their tools and things before hopping yards.
3: Yeah. Not <laughs> kissing all the ponies on the noses and then going to the next As yard. As they
0: do. <laughs> we, we know how how they love their ponies. <laughs> Whoa. cool. Um, Pete, I've got another question for you. Okay. <laughs> are you, ready? Fire away. I think this is the last one. I mean, I could ask you about how sort of COVID has affected exony but i'm i look as far as i can think you're still making merch or yeah know, so actually
1: things. um is that your question <laughs> You <me> ask, <laughs> I, I
0: have i have one main question that i'm still going to ask but this is just like a side note which isn't okay, probably no, too fine. important
3: um
1: yeah so we basically um I think a lot of people want gym gear and stuff like that in lockdown. So it's actually been quite good in that way because lots of people are buying gym leggings and when it's been really cold, all the bobble hat, you know, the beanie hats and stuff that everybody likes Mm and um, loads of stuff like that. So it's actually really good because obviously we're pushing the brand a lot more with the, um, with all the sports products and stuff. But from the like personal embroidery side and printing and whatever, uh, because people getting team kits, we're now really busy, ready for this season in in MGA. Um, and polo as well, but we so we do a lot of um, a lot of people's personalized stuff. Um, but we've got a lot of team orders at the moment. Like I was doing the Northumberland jackets the other day, but because um, I have a under eighteen team and Sussex, obviously, we're doing a lot for that. Um, Rory has a lot of um, shirts, etc., going on. So uh, <laughs> yeah, doing loads of them. We do lots of uh, sublimation for him um, and for his football team, his IKEA football team,
2: uh. and. Uh,
1: Then, yeah, there's like, God, South Wiltshire. We do lots of teams for them, like various age groups as well. Um, Our little Sussex Musketeers, Leicester Forest. Um, There's, I'm trying to think who, oh, Miglam. We've done a lot of stuff for Glam as well. Um, And just various people, really. People buying struck skins, things like that.
0: That's it. So you've been pretty unaffected then. And then you did In in that
1: way, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I mean it has obviously affected it's really difficult to get certain stuff it was in the first lockdown like because it it like trying to some of the suppliers and stuff weren't working so much you know and whatever and then actually in this lockdown now Brexit has put a bit of a halt to certain things as well but no it's all right and obviously Eddie and I because he's based in Leicester and then I'm down in Sussex we kind of um, to swap stuff over. Sometimes we have to meet, he does a bit of lorry driving and stuff. So I'd meet him at Heathrow and throw a box at him and he throws a box at me or, and uh, yeah, that's difficult because we can't actually go to each other's and do any work. We're on the phone all the time, obviously trying to sort stuff out, but, um, yeah.
0: And how does yeah. the agreement work with you running the shows every now and again?
1: Which what you mean? Well, obviously I run the England show because I'm England chairman, whatever, with the committee um but the ex only show is on again in may 15th 16th of may and it's at uh arena uk which would be really good to go back there i think everyone's quite excited about that because it's the biggest surface in europe not in europe biggest surface in the uk sorry um, <laughs> i think it's 120 by 90 so uh yeah we should get eight lanes in and quite comfortably and yeah, it'll be good there. The only downside is obviously it's only stabling, so it is a little bit more expensive. But then we brought the cost down on the entry just to make up for that, really. But um, they're keen to have us back. I mean, I don't know if any of you remember. Rory probably rode there years ago, but um, yeah. yeah, it was. It, and it's It's a good place. Like, I, I think it'll be exciting for MGA to go back there. And I don't know. I, I am... I probably uh, thought in Rory's annoy him sometimes because I don't always agree with running on a surface. I quite like a grass arena. If it's a good grass, I always think it's like some ponies really motor on the grass. And I think it, it makes it quite interesting, but that's probably because I grew up doing games on grass most of the time. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, I don't know, we're going totally on another topic here, aren't we? Okay. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah. no, I actually think, like, um, it'll be good at, at, at Arena UK at Grantham because that is a surface, obviously, but I do also like... I like having variety, let's put it that way. But Rory's league is on all-weather, isn't it, Rory? Is that what you call it?
0: All-weather yeah. league, really
2: yeah. All-weather all weather shows, all-weather league, yeah. We're going to get struck on grass. Well, I mean, the thing is, when, when we originally started... Um, obviously, our USP to be completely different to everybody else was to focus on open and the older age and the under 18s, the, the yeah. older age, the post pony club, run on all weather because MJTB was primarily surface. I mean, I, I primarily grass, we were all weather. It's just the fact that GB then went to all weather as well, and suddenly everything's on all weather, which I, I don't mind. I, my, my, I'm happy riding on a surface the whole time, but obviously, the people that like grass. I think I think the it's come back around
1: in a way in that people like me like to ride on both because I think there was a time when, you know, if the weather's really bad and the grass is like, can you imagine that weekend only if we'd been on the grass? I mean, it just would have been disastrous. Yeah. So, uh, and you physically can't do it at certain times of the year, really, especially as we had locked and then we ended up competing well into like nearly November last year. I think yeah. it would have been impossible to have run on the grass. And actually we did have one or two weekends the year before that were
2: a nightmare. I think the spring champs the, the in 2019 was literally a kind of... I mean, to be fair, the final was okay, but the heats was yeah. just a kind of trotting race, basically, because if you went further than a trot, you did burn. you
1: uh, Did you get overturned in the final just about there?
2: We, um, yeah. I mean, you did your best to get eliminated in the last race. In so the last race, <laughs> we had to win, and they had to get eliminated. <laughs> And then I look over and I see Sadie grabbing the blade of the jowls and handing it to their last rider, and I was like But <laughs> <"Nas, that's laughs> then I think Pete or someone must have noticed and so they went back and redid it and did the changeover, I was like, oh come on. Now I was, actually, uh,
1: I was actually lying down at the bottom of the ring because my horse had slipped over in the corner and I was Nearly, <laughs> I'd gone second. Yeah, so I she fell over at the bottom in true Kyle style. Actually, I was like, uh, on my back <laughs> at the bottom,
2: and uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, but we did win that one
1: go UK. Yeah, that second that was the did. start of our
2: demise <laughs> that year because we we'd we won the first two shows and then we lost Dion. That's when Dion did her leg and we rode on a four, um, with dad as our fifth as our as our oh, hand, yeah. and um, we were doing it, we we're still doing well, and then obviously, um. Missed it. I think it was by point in the end when it was it a Peter point or two points to that, two, um, yeah, two,
1: something like that.
2: And then, um, and then followed on from that was the Champions League where we were just utterly awful. Well, then it kind of kept going downhill for a bit until we came. Uh, we, we,
1: you've got us to thank Mazanzi as well, you know, Sussex, because we were the only British team in the A final of the Champions League, which meant that they got more teams in the
2: that was it. because you made the podium, we managed to get we, we still lost a spot because usually we're six places and we we're looking at going down to three or four because we only had Sussex in the A final which is that we've never had only one and we've always had at least two and then luckily, Sussex- Actually,
1: I'm going to point something else out Kyle as well as a claim to fame we won hula hoop in the final the tyre race in the final of the Champions League with me at age 36 no 35 Sades and the two little tuck girls and we beat all the European all the blokes <laughs> everyone that was yeah <laughs> with, with an OAP, two two little girls and sades.
2: <laughs> it, it was yeah. No, that was that was impressive. To be fair, I, I remember the start of that final with um, the Italian team. I can't remember was it, Lafernia or something like that. They're called.
1: Yeah, Lafernia. Yeah, um,
2: that was it. And it was it was all Italian. But Ella Clark was guest riding with them as well. And they came out of the traps. I think they won something like three hundred bounds, got A second, and suddenly it was like, Wow, they're 10 points ahead already. And I don't know what happened then because it was literally like 1 1 0 0 1 1. And they came last, but not only last, but like literally 20 points off the next position. Yeah, and then they uh, had the
1: hatband on the wrong rider. That and then it, the trainer yeah. went to argue <laughs> and <laughs> forgot to change it back again. So they got eliminated two races in a row. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you couldn't write yeah. it, could you? They looked like they were going to no. walk the first five races.
1: <laughs> no, it's always it's good at the Champions League I really hope that happens because that's good yeah. standard team competition and a lot of cherry beer
2: oh the cherry beer is fantastic I was, having, I was drinking a cherry beer last time I was on here actually I don't have any more <laughs> um, <laughs> no, the, um, I was saying to, I was saying to them Pete a bit, a bit like how 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 I mean you guys sort of probably write sessions the same way you sort of cruise through your sessions in, in Bristol and that's enough to get you through to an A final whereas Champions League is kind of if you cruise you're not making oh, it's games. a
1: different kettle of fish totally
2: yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, because you, I mean, we obviously, the last time we were there, we screwed up the heats, didn't make the final and you, you did the same a couple of years before, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think have- though that sometimes that happens even in the UK. I remember inter counties being at Dallas and it was like, you oh, c- literally course. couldn't take your foot off the gas at all in the heats, if you know yeah. what I mean. It was, yeah, uh, not just there, but stonely as well. You've got to be, yeah, depends on the competition, but I think it's coming back round in a way. MGA.
2: Well, I remember that one at Stonely when the team that won the runoff for the final was the team that ended up winning it, which was that Yeah. What we nicknamed, them, nicknamed them the Leicester gods, didn't we? Because it was all the kind of like big time people trying to ride the team together and uh, and they looked like they were going to miss it and then they got in, on, got in on a runoff and won the whole thing.
1: That's a rare success story if you have five, um, what well, they've always said, you know, five people that are like they all think they, they all yeah. are their game and also come in all it's Middlesex yeah. years ago they used to they had like the best by far and they would never never win into counties because of it
0: <laughs> oh, funny how that works <laughs> hey guys uh so this is going on a bit long uh, i think the full podcast is about an hour and 40 minutes uh so what we're going to do is we're going to split it into two halves uh stay tuned for the next one